0: so oh my god i just got the easy funko pop so (laughs) um thank you i'm very excited about it um today we're going to be talking about uh how how long it takes to do a reading in regard to like what is the parameter so a lot of professional tarot readers charge by the amount of time that they give um And I, I've never really done that because my readings can literally be, I've done readings that were five minutes long. They cost the same amount. They, but the reading is very succinct and it's like, boom, I've also done readings that are 45 minutes long. And at the end, I'm like, okay, we're going to have to touch back on this with another reading. So what does it for me, the timing that I have for readings is it's dependent on two things. One is this at a festival or am I doing readings for friends at a party? That's the first thing. If it's a party or a festival and I have to get through 30 people in the next two hours, all y'all get a five minute reading and then get the fuck out of my chair because I got work to do. If it's a reading where I have time, um, the reading lasts as long as the reading lasts. That's as explicit as I could be. And that's why I never personally charged for my time. I charge people for a reading with me and whatever time that fills, it can be up to 45 minutes. Um, then that's what it is. And um, I'm very explicit with people on that because some people get surprised when they pay $125 and seven minutes later, I'm like, we good. I feel like we just fixed your life. And they're like, yeah, that was fast, but it, sometimes it works like that. So uh, Jamie, can you, we got actually I'm very excited because we got this cool question from a reader or a listener. So you're saying reader, cause you know, I'm an yeah. author. <laughs> Authors. Um, very important. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, Jamers, can you tell me about uh, this person? And um, so we can yeah. think properly. So
1: this is Jones Davy from Twitter. Thank you. Hi. And the question was, does how long you spend on a reading depend on your mood, the question or something else? So I think for you, Liz, it sounds kind of like a little bit of all three. And of course, yeah. the setting, the setting. Yeah. yeah. And I would kind of agree to, with that to a certain extent where I I look at kind of three types of readings there's event readings which kind of list covered the you got a line five million deep you know how many minutes you kind of divvy it up to how many clients you have Mm -hmm. and you just get through them one by one and hope that you may be able to get someone to get you some water and that you can hold your pee until you go to the bathroom or you know schedule in a break Mm -hmm. um and then there's the private practice stuff, which is kind of like if you call Liss up on the phone and she's going to tell you, you know, you're going to pay her 120, and she's going to tell you what she tells you, no matter how much time. Mm-hmm.
0: 125. Uh, for,
1: yeah, oh, 125. Gotcha. <laughs> Don't forget that five dollars. Yeah, that's important. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 125. <laughs> no, it is important. And I'm, my bad. I apologize. Pays my bills. Yeah. And so for me, I do pay. I I charge by the hour, but mm-hmm. I'm not your standard event reader when you pay me for a private session. You, We spend maybe five to 10 minutes talking about what you want to work on that day, whether it is uh, the ongoing issue of like relationships or creative blocks in your life or um, a summary from like the previous session, Mm -hmm. because I like to know how the homework went with my clients and what we can do to, you know, change now. I mean, I will always have a spread in mind that I will share with my clients, but If they have another idea of something that negates what I wanted to do and we go directly into that and I either create something on the fly or pull up a different spread Mm -hmm. and then I will pull cards and I don't pull more than five cards because this is a co-collaboration deal with me and there is interactivity. I make you talk, which is different than coming to a standard reader where 15 minutes of me babbling on and then you've forgotten everything you wanted to, which is why I do this differently in my private practice
0: mm-hmm um and it's you like, have like it's like a session you have a session with somebody
1: yeah, i yeah. i legit you know have a, a a coaching session with somebody and at yeah, the end you know at the last 15 minutes i will give them homework which they also design themselves and then make sure they're okay when we release the last type of reading is kind of the general standard what everybody thinks you know when you go see a reader and that's, I'm going to sit in front of you. I'm going to ask a question or you're going to tell me something about your life, blah, blah, blah. We drop the cards. I babble at you for however long we have. And then you walk away and inevitably, at least in my practice, and this is why I went to a session style. You you call me back or email me going, I forgot everything you said to me those 15 minutes, you know, two weeks ago. Can you tell me what it was? And that's why I went out of that mode because I'm like, no, I don't even remember my card of the day the other day unless I've written it down or taken a picture.
0: Yeah, it's not your responsibility to pull. Yeah, because you're not a fucking cabinet.
1: I'm not. And (laughs) I mean, you know, when you're doing professional stuff as a reader, it doesn't matter if you're having a shitty day to me, mm. you know, uh, my mood might be terrible, but I put on a mask for my clients because I'm present. I'm holding space. Like we talked about in our episode for uh, dealing with hard readings. I'm there for them. Mm. I'm there to hold and be a witness. Because
0: it ain't about you.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I'm there. I'm present as much as I can. Um, when I'm reading for kind of friends or the Lucy Goosey style things where it's either well, little, yeah. you know, less or myself. Yeah. I don't, If if I'm tired, I'm not going to pull a card. Yeah. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to heal myself mm-hmm. first. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how Hillary, about you,
0: Hill? I've gotten a reading from Hillary and I have to say it's one of the most professional experiences because literally you call me and I'm like, Hey, what's up? Tell me when to stop shuffling the cards. And we literally go straight into the reading. There's no nothing. And Hillary has this very, has an experience and it's very, very smooth. And I like it a lot. So Sorry, oh, I'm just so you
2: want me that. to? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was gonna, nice. I was gonna was talk great. a little bit. So, like, this is this is a really great question, and I really think, um, what is it, Davies Jones or uh, Jones, uh, Jones Davies? Yeah, I, don't love I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that Twitter yeah. handle. Um, but I was gonna, I think it's gonna be kind of straddling an episode that we did want to do in the future, and we'll probably do that episode where it's just like, how do we do this? Like, how do we structure our readings? How do we? You know, right. because we we are three different people. Yes, we you know get along really well, but we have three very distinctive reading styles. And I honestly didn't know that about me until Melissa pointed it out to me. Um, so, like, this is a really great tip for if you're just reading for friends or reading or wanting to read professionally. Like, get feedback from your friends. Get feedback from your clients because. You're never going to be able to describe what you do until it's being told back to you, you know. Um, But what I do, I, I was just thinking about this while Melissa was talking. Like hairdressers don't book by the time that they take to. Mm -hmm. do the do or do the styling or whatever so like I'm it's kind of making me rethink a lot about my my structure and my my business model so thank you for this question um but for me I do it by the time slot so you can do a half hour session you can do an hour session and honestly my hour session it's more like 45 minutes to an hour like most of the time it's like kind of a little bit tiny whiny. It's, it's a little bit easier than just like hard stop at an hour, hard stop at a half an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, you're, you're always going to have a different experience, Depending on the context of the reading, if you're at a private party and you have really enthusiastic attendees, which is really awesome. It's fun. You have a lot more people to get through. Um, so I usually say to the host or the hostess of the party, um, Give me a head count about how many people do you think are going to want a reading? Because like you know your guests, you know who's going to who's going to be the first one online and who's going to be across the the room, like doing the cross fingers, doing the crossed fingers, and like staying away. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So. And then I'll base my, um, my individual time slots on that. And I'll just have a list running and then like cross yourself off the list. Once I've done your reading next person, next person, so that I don't have a line per se, I have like a list of people. And then I'll, I'll look up. And if there's nobody there, I'll look at the next name on the list and be like, Hey, it's time for your reading. Come sit down. I'll put it the timer to five minutes or whatever time slot I've determined based on the headcount, And I'll do the reading that way. And again, we have a really um, good amount of tips for connecting quickly that Melissa covered on a, either a future episode or a previous episode. I don't know at this Sometime. point. Sometimes. Time and space <laughs> are
0: relevant and have no meaning.
2: Sometimes. Totally. Um, and, and then we'll do. I'll do the reading. Um, I usually try and make an announcement at the start of the party or when I'm about to start readings at the party to basically give the overall spiel to everyone so that I don't have to repeat the spiel to every single person that's sitting down at my table because then that cuts into the reading time, which I don't want to do. I want the most bang for people's bucks, even if they're not the ones ultimately paying for the reading, so to speak. Um, Festival readings is a completely different story. Um, honestly, it's not my cup of tea per se. I've tried, um, but I usually are, I become very overtired within like three hours of doing readings back to so, back. So I don't I think I have only, the constitution to do it.
1: Am I the only one that does that?
0: No, these I, days? I've done, um, I did the St. Louis Pagan, pagan Picnic. Um, and now recently we, um, I do Pride. Um, but the way that I did it in the beginning, was fucking stupid. I would be out there by myself for 12 hours a day, Saturday and Sunday, and I would read so much. I would start seeing ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Like, like you do. My walls are completely down and I'm just like, just completely. But then I would eat sushi and get drunk with kittens. So it worked out. Okay. (laughs) But then recently in the last six years or so, I've been working with the fortune teller bar. Uh, here in St. Louis, and my friend Sarah Kate, and we would have a schedule. And so I would have, and there would be, you know, me and Potter and Skate and Ellen. And sometimes other readers would fill in. And I would clock in for four hours a day, Saturday and Sunday, I would do as many readings as I could, and then I was done. Um, Which was because I, I mean, I don't know how to say this without being a douche, but I always had a, a line. And And um, so I was able to tell my regular clients that I read for every year, you have to get here between eight and noon, because then I'm leaving. (laughs) And um, we tried it one year where you could just sign up for whoever you wanted a reading for. And my list was like really, really long. And that didn't seem fair to me because, you know, I'm a socialist. Um, So the next year, we just, you got assigned. And if it was one of my clients that came within the time, then it was mine. But I was really dumb. I would do festival readings literally for twenty-four hours within two days, and then I would be completely fried for the next week or so.
2: That'll and fry you just, out your crown chakra, real, it was real not fast. worth it,
0: man. I got—I yeah. would get physically sick afterwards. I would get the shakes. Um, I could pull thoughts out of people's heads when they were walking by, which is a very disconcerting thing. It's I would open. See yeah.
1: yeah, I was just completely blown away open. open. See, I—I yeah, don't get a lot this. of that. I don't get a lot yeah. of that. I, I get re-energized by it. I think for me, you, you know, with me. Well, it's the Leo. Th- well, no, I think it's like again, as we're all different fire signs, I think for me, I kind of thrive on that a little bit. So I wonder if it's in the DNA of a Leo type or a fixed sign to be able to handle that a little bit more because it's like I've done back to back to back like readings at a um, haunted house before for like a week to a week and a half without kind of towards the end yeah I burned out and that was mostly just because of allergies slash you know germs running around right.
2: you know physical yeah limitations. the physical stuff yeah. but yeah
1: but I had I you know I kind of thrive on that I, I'm like one of those people that do like I can run a mile rest for like five minutes and do it again it's yeah like I, that weird start go thing but I can't do a marathon
0: mine is like I have
1: a really High pain tolerance,
0: so I will I will walk even if I'm on fire and hurt, and I will read even though I know that I'm getting shaky, and I'll push my past myself past any limits because I'm going to finish what I said I was going to do. God damn it! And then I wreck myself in the process. So that's a that's a full on not to do. Yeah. yeah, don't
2: yeah. do that. And that's, that's not yeah. what
1: not to do, 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 that. do. That's a bad thing. But it's all about knowing yourself. You know, yeah. like for me, I know that. I can do a weekend's worth of, you know, festival style one after the other, as long as I have like an eight hour break and meals or, and water. But, you know, for those um, listeners out there that might be thinking about this, you know, know yourself first, know your limitations, you know, or try it or try try try
2: it first.
0: The moods and stuff go, if I'm in a, if I'm in a bad mood, I can still do a reading mood doesn't really affect it anymore. And it doesn't affect the length of it, but if I'm sick, I, I don't do readings anymore. I will email the person I have a reading with and say, I feel like shit. I will give you a shitty reading. Let's reschedule. And if for a while I felt like this summer I had a really bad three months with medication withdrawal and was not myself. And I shut down readings for most of it, but at the beginning and at the end I had a couple and I felt really bad for pushing them off. But then I thought, do I want to do a bad reading? Because that's what it's going to be. I wasn't feeling yeah. myself. I was ill. And, um, you know, I wasn't, I was so insecure about giving a bad reading that there was no way that I could have given a bad read, a good reading. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. It's like a self-fulfilling is prophecy. You yeah. know, you're thinking I you're going to give a bad reading and you're just like, oh, well, this is going to happen. Oh, no, I'm yeah. going to give a
0: terrible reading
2: no. I, don't know. I um, it can yes, be yeah, it can be, it can be about mood, it can be about um e- even like I've given readings to friends. Like I don't really read for my friends too much anymore now that I've 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 a doing this of a of a number of years, because it's just like that line to me. It's already. I've already crossed that line. I've tried going back. It doesn't work. So um, but there are occasionally a few friends that I'm just like, yeah, I'll pull a couple. You know, we're having some drinks. We're having some fun. Yeah, I'll pull a couple cards for you. I'll see what it is, you know, and then there's no real time limit because and then and then the big bad cards start to come up. Like the tower, like the devil, like the death card. And they're not. Talking about the actual literal meanings, it's more like, stop it, bitch. Stop
0: it, bitch. Quit it. Yep,
2: quit up. it. Quit it. And yep. so that's my sign to, like, okay, you're not being respectful anymore. Put away the cards, Hillary. You know, it's time yep. to just be in the friend zone with your friends. i um, a secret. Yeah.
0: Would you like to hear a secret? Yeah, yes. always. If I don't feel like doing readings. I will tell people that I don't have any cards with me. This, this is me. a lie. Because I always have a deck of cards with me. I have a cards that are stashed in my, my glove box all the time. They live there. We had a conversation. It's fine. And then I have a mini deck that's in my purse all the time, right next to my EpiPen. So if I tell you I don't have any cards with me, A, you're overstepping. And B, I don't want to. Um, but it's a, very, it's a it's a conversation I don't want to have. With, you shouldn't with have her. to. Yeah. You, again, it's something that I don't feel like having. I don't want to say, you know, I, I love you and everything, but your life is really messy. And I've literally given you the same reading five times about the same thing. And I don't fucking want to do it again. That's a conversation I don't feel like I should have to have. So <laughs> I will just tell people...
2: I think we've I all know, been like, there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, well, and it's perfectly fine. Again, you know, going back to our yeah. boundaries, you know, episode that is oh. in your right. Number and one. I'm a
0: terrible liar too. So I don't know how I get up get out, over. It. I'm just like, well,
1: it's, it's ooh. your boundary. You just say, I don't have any cards on me. Not today. And, it, and if they respect you, they know if they that's don't. That's
0: problem then, though. I think that's, this is people who maybe don't respect me, but instead respect what I do. Because awesome, I'm. Yeah.
2: Oof, that's leave. a
0: mouthful. For coffee, yeah. we could like be talking about the kids and then there's that sigh and the you don't happen to have your cards with you, do you? And then I'm like, literally the only reason you wanted to see me is so I could pull cards for you. And it hurts my feelings, you know, and it's I ha- lost
2: I literally have times. lost my best friend because of that very thing. So I don't know if I've talked about that on a previous episode, but like that's, it's, it's really her, it really is like, terror, terror readers have feelings too. Um, like we, we value our friendships and we value that time with our friends. And if you start to use us as your personal fortune teller or mystic to the stars, you know, we are not your dancing monkey. We're not, we're not that to you. And it really belittles the friendship or the value of the friendship. Like we think that's, that's the only reason you want to be friends with us. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's kind of like this weird, like, I know I'm not a celebrity, but like, this must feel like what being a celebrity is kind of like.
0: And even not like, even not I'm a writer, even if we pull it like, let's say celebrity, but somebody who has a bonus to being like a friend who works at Ralph Lauren and can get you nice scarves for 20% off, right? Or 80% off, or whatever. I don't know shopping. I don't do shopping. But um, if you have a friend that works at Ralph Lauren and can get 80% off, and every time you go to lunch with them, you ask if you can get something. That's a shitty friendship. If you have a friend who sells cars and they hooked you up with a discount one time when they first started because they're allowed one discount a friend, and every two years you invite them to coffee so because you need a new car, that's a shitty friendship. So, and it happens a lot with us because this is this is um, people want readings. It's it's great. It's it's fun. But it's also a thing where folks can hit a critical time in their life and feel like they have to have a reading, and the only person they feel comfortable asking is you. That is not your problem to solve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if someone asks me for a reading, I don't want to give it. I will, and they're not a dickhead. I will refer them to Jamie or Hillary. I think I've done <laughs> that in the
1: past.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I've had clients where I'm just like, or friends where I'm like, I we're not doing this shit again. Yep, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know kick him down the road and I think that that's good for them and for me because after like the second time you try to take advantage of our friendship I'm going to give you a, a really mean reading and I'm not going to feel bad about it at all and it's <laughs> going to sound like remember that stupid shit you were doing the last fucking time I read for you you're still fucking doing it so why don't you fix your life and then I'll go sip with my coffee <laughs>
2: I've given that reading.
1: <laughs> I've, well, I've, we all have those people that, Don't um, that, yeah, that glom <laughs> onto us. And it's just, you know, how, yeah, when it comes to your friends, do you rather, do you want us to be your friend or do you want us to be a business mm-hmm. partner or a client type situation? Yeah.
2: Like and, choose, yeah. choose. Because sometimes that's a, some people there, it's very few people that can remain and maintain that friendship with me and also be a paying client. Yeah. So very, very few Count on my, on my one hand, the number of people.
0: I had a really shitty day and you guys were really supportive and lovely to me. Um, And I said, do you guys mind throwing some cards for me because I am scraping the bottom of the barrel right now. And you went absolutely. And you jumped right in and went. Literally, it was like you had fucking sleeves loaded with cards and shit. You were like, shh, 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 "Here!" It was amazing. We're like the
1: Spider Men with the yeah, exactly. Spider, we're Spider <laughs> People with the yep, with the. We're just shh, shh, flinging them, yeah, them. Exactly. out of. Know? and that's
0: the kind of that's the kind of friendship that I I appreciate because you know that i'm not taking advantage of you you know that i wouldn't ask if i wasn't feeling busted and you also know that next week when i'm feeling much much better i won't be like hey guys remember when you threw cards to me can we check in on that again for the same question (sighs) okay
1: no take advantage
0: of you without making it look like i am would that be okay (laughs)
1: <laughs> well and we're just gonna look at you and say well what did we say last time what did you remember yeah. and you're like yeah
0: well, don't i don't remember Cast, we fucking recorded <laughs> melissa and then you'll have your
1: answer yeah all right okay so, get shall the, we to, do a decision the, to okay get so, back
2: to the question at hand yes. though about like the time the amount of time like rain i'll rain it in this episode okay yeah, go, go for it. It. Okay. it for it. bring it on home um, Well, I mean, I feel like the question of timing is more a question of containers and doing, creating the containers in which to do your best work. What I usually do in a normal session for me, I time it to either 30 minutes or an hour. I let my client know, okay, so I see that you've booked a half an hour, or I see that you've booked an hour, you know, like you were five minutes late. Unfortunately, I do have another client right after this. So that's on you, you know, like I'm, I'm establishing the boundaries. I'm establishing the container. I'm establishing it's a half hour or an hour. Um, I usually start off with like explaining a little bit about tarot. If they have never had a tarot reading, I have intake forms on my website whenever they schedule so that I already have that information up front, whether or not they've had a tarot reading before. Right. And then, and then we go into the reading itself. And then I always, at the end of the reading, I always pull some kind of oracle to one, not just rely on the oracle, but also to indicate we're wrapping up now. So no matter if it's a half an hour or an hour, this is your signal That, okay, we have time for one more question or we have time. What I'd like to do to wrap up a client session is to pull an Oracle card from I'm being moved to pick from this Oracle deck Mm -hmm. and I shuffle up and I tell them, okay, give me a clear stop when I should stop shuffling because I've been doing a lot of online readings, (laughs) phone readings, Skype readings lately because pandemic. Um, They give me a clear stop and then I give them the Oracle reading from the guidebook. And then I give my interpretation. It usually really nicely sums up what the tarot was saying in their, in their session or what my intuition Mm -hmm. was saying in that session. And then, and then we done, you know, and then I send them them stuff about 10 minutes after I get off the phone or the Skype. But, you know, I think, I think the question of timing is more of a question of How much time do you think you can give a good reading in? Mm -hmm. If it's four hours, then that's your time. If it's a half an hour, that's your time. If it's seven minutes, that's your time. You know, I think it's more about quality over quantity. And if
0: I could just add a thing, Mm because any reading that I have that actually lasts 45 minutes, either it's really complicated or the person is trying to argue with me about the reading. Don't fall for that shit. That's a waste of your time. If someone starts arguing with you when you give a reading, say, this is what I have said verbatim. You are now paying me to negate the reading that you paid for. I don't have time for that. I'm sorry you weren't happy with your reading, but I gotta go because that is not worth my time. And it's petulant and shitty. So, and it took me a long time. Actually, it was in the last five years. I was like, why am I listening to this woman yell at me in Italian? I don't even speak Italian. (laughs) And, and I was like, up, 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 up. Hold on. Stop. The reading is complete. This is the information the cards gave me. Do you have any questions pertinent to the reading? Well, no, I just, I'm like, okay, then we're finished. Take good care. We're all done here. And I just, cut it off because I, first of all, I don't like being yelled at. And secondly, I get real confused when people yell at me in languages. I don't speak and I don't like being confused. So.
1: Well, and it's also not your job to be yelled at. They asked you a question for the card and you gave it them. And then, you know, anything after that is a, okay, I got to go. Bye. Here, so or,
2: or you know cut that off because we're not we're not here to be abused by our clients. No, we're here to read our, our cards. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh no, I've lost the signal. Oh, All it's right. a bad Listen. connection. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have homework. Your homework, whether you do these for personal reasons or for you know um, professional readings, however you do readings, figure out how long it takes you to do a reading. That's your homework. Um, we out, and we're going to talk about strength next, and. um,